Hello, and welcome to Healing Through Words. And I am Sandra D., an associate clinical social worker, therapist, survivor of domestic violence, and your host. Healing Through Words is a weekly Christian forum to address abuse and domestic violence. It is created to edify those who went through abuse, affected by abuse, or know someone going through abuse and domestic violence. It is also to inspire the brokenhearted and to remind them that God wants to make them whole. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your journey to healing. We are in a series called The Ten Faces of Abuse. The types of abuse covered are physical, verbal, sexual, emotional, psychological, spiritual, cultural, financial, neglect, and digital. On last week's podcast, I discussed children and the effects of abuse or violence. Last week's topic was so vital for the abused and for those who want to be helped, I thought a part two of children and the effects of abuse and violence was necessary. So here we go. Parents can't be fully present for their children when they are so emotionally worn down. When parents are worried about saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, wondering if the house is clean enough, or walking on eggshells, it is hard for them to be present for their children. Children don't understand why their parents are fussy, irritable, or withdrawn. They might wonder, is it something I done wrong? Or is there something wrong with me? It's important for us to listen to our children and eliminate any distorted feelings or lies they might be telling themselves. The experiences are real. And by no means are we discounting them. However, the goal is to take their reality and create a sense of assurance that you love them and that you are there to protect them. Children may continue to feel the effects of the violence even after they are no longer around it because it's more than just physical. It's also psychological. Memories such as sounds, loud noises, smells, music, in certain environments, or even certain people can trigger and cause them fear and anger. I remember being uncomfortable and sometimes fearful when my ex-husband came home. Hearing his footsteps, I would quickly turn off the lights I go to bed, not knowing what kind of mood he was in. Is he in a good mood 
or does he want to complain? I didn't know and I didn't want to hear it. My children will also go to their room to avoid him as much as possible for the same reasons. As I stated last week, abuse not only affects the parent, but also the children. Children respond differently to abuse and violence. I have three children, adult men, and they all responded differently to the effects of domestic violence. One child is an introvert. He is hardworking, does not socialize much, and stays to himself. One child is just the opposite. He is an extrovert, a social butterfly. He was a class clown in school and the comedian of the family. The school would always call me about him. I was so tired of the school calling me about him, I turned off my pager and told them, don't call me anymore. One child, he was in between. He was social, played sports all year round, and stayed busy. He's my academic child. Each child had their own journey. However, regardless of what others see on the outside, they all had their share of struggles. From insecurity to low self-worth, poor choices, anger issues, unforgiveness, identity issues, health problems, and a people-pleasing mentality. These issues didn't happen overnight. It happened over time. Time is of essence when in an abusive environment. Each time an abusive incident occurs, that is like a seed being planted and another nail being hammered in their heart. I can only imagine what my kids thought. Why don't she leave? Why do I have to deal with this? They never asked, and I didn't have to answer. Thank God they didn't ask, because I didn't have an answer, and I didn't have an excuse. That's why it is so important to recognize abuse is real, and so are the unknown effects and consequences. That's the scary part, the unknown effects. The impact of domestic violence on the lives of children manifests itself regardless if you want it to or not. Their educational experiences is affected and their sense of childhood is lost. I choose not to remember my childhood. For what? Who wants to remember a childhood that was saturated with abuse? Let's look at short-term effects of domestic violence on children. Children in preschool who witness domestic violence may start doing things they used to when they were younger, like pee in the bed, suck their thumb, and cry more. 
They might have problems falling asleep, have nightmares or show signs of terror, such as stuttering or hiding. I stuttered bad as a child and into adulthood. I still stutter. My stuttering is hereditary, but now I also know it was associated with my abuse. Sometimes we parents hold ourselves hostage to our poor choices and continue to make them not realizing it is a better way. I learned there was a better way. God taught me that he wanted to take the bitter in my life and make it better. Picture this. It's like making a cake. There is Lord in the cake, vanilla extract in the cake, eggs, milk, flour, and sugar. The ingredients by themselves do not taste good, and when you look in the bowl, it doesn't look good either. It looks a mess. But when you mix it all together and bake it, it looks beautiful. That's how God pictures our life. We had abuse. That's the Lord in the cake. We made poor choices. That's the vanilla extract in the cake. We were homeless. That's the egg. CPS was involved. That's the milk. And we didn't have any money. That's the flour. But God took all that and said, I can make it and you better because of it. God assured me the things that happened in my life was not all good. But I can use it for the good. Sandra, I would take your mess and turn it into my message of hope. I can take your test and make it a testimony of my grace. And that is how this podcast, Healing Through Words, was created. It was birthed out of my mess, my pain, my hurt, and my brokenness. When I fell short, God was there to receive me and not reject me like my abuser and so many others. I depended on God, and He did not let me down or fail me. God is saying the same to all those who are and were abused. He is saying, I am here to clean you up and make you beautiful again. I am not mad at you, Sandra. God is saying, I'm mad about you. Here are words of affirmation. I am stronger than all the challenges life throws at me. I have survived everything in my past and I can survive everything in my future. I am capable of healing and reaching my greatest dreams. I survived the abuse I face. 
I have been empowered from the day I was born. I live my life with confidence. I have the courage to face any challenge in life. Strength flows through me constantly. My voice is one of strength and power. Every day I wake up with new strength. Philippians, the fourth chapter and 13th verse says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. If you find yourself in an abusive relationship, know someone going through abuse or affected by abuse and domestic violence and want a fresh start, please call National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or Women Against Abuse at 1-866-723-3014. These services are available 24 hours a day. For additional resources to help start your journey of healing, you can visit my Facebook site, Healing Through Words, through is spelled T-H-R-U, or my Instagram, Healing underscore through underscore words. You can also contact me for questions, suggestions, or appointments, or if you would like to be a guest and share your journey of healing. My email address is healingthroughwordsorg at gmail.com through is spelled T-H-R-U. I would like to close by thanking Trey Z for providing my opening music, Last Night Dreams. I do not hold the copyrights. Thank you again. God bless you. And I'll see you next Saturday.